This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, welcome to How to Be a Better Person, the podcast for people who give a shit about being a decent human. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, and I'm psyched to have you here today. Thanks for coming. I'm doing a little bit of a grab bag this week, starting with a crazy mixed up list of the things that are currently giving me life. I've got a garment, a gadget, a book, a show, and a supplement to share with you. So let's dive in. The first thing that I am just loving right now is a clip-on reading light. It is made by the company Hooga, H-O-O-G-A, and it costs $14 on Amazon. I know that I have railed about Amazon in the past, and I still try not to shop there unless I absolutely have to, but dang it, they have everything. I don't know where else you would buy this. I went to their Hooga's website to try and give you a link to their website, and they didn't have this product on their website, so I included a link to Amazon in the show notes right there in your podcast app. So. Why do I love this book light? Well, it is amber light, which means it is a non-stimulating light. You can see perfectly. It even has three brightnesses. I have a beautiful, comforting amber glow. This thing is rechargeable, but I bought it last September and I use it most nights and I have not had to charge it yet. It clips onto your book. So the only downside about it, I would say, is that if you're reading the newspaper or a magazine, I'm not the only person who still reads those things, am I? It doesn't really work. But if you do like to read newspapers or magazines, my friend Terry gave me another reading light that you wear around your neck and you can customize the light so that it could be bright white or it could be kind of red and ambery or sort of a mix of the two. Also, if you have to get up and go to the bathroom, it can come with you and you don't have to turn all your lights on. I'm also including a link to that. I'm including a link to all these things that are giving me life in the podcast episode notes. The second thing that I am just like so in love with right now is my robe. <laughs> this actually started as a business idea for me, a robe store. Now, this wasn't something that I was actually going to start, but every once in a while, I just kind of like to daydream about like, what would I do if I had to start all over again? And I am just obsessed with robes. You think you need multiple robes. You need the cozy winter robe that is basically a wearable blanket so that you don't have to turn up the heat because you live in New England and you come from a long line of thrifty people. You need a packable robe for travel. You need a spring and summer robe that covers you up but doesn't make you hot. You need a presentable robe for when you have overnight guests or you go to visit family or friends. All the robes. Well, guess what? There is basically a robe store that already exists. It's called Softies. 
S-O-F-T-I-E-S. I discovered Softies robes at an adorable gift shop in Mystic, Connecticut. It's called Hang the Moon. It's a woman-owned shop that carries women-created products, including a Softies robe. I was in there shopping with friends, and I had been telling them about my robe store idea, and we had listed all the things that are usually go wrong with robes. One, the belt always falls off. Two, it always falls open so that you're just like spilling out of it everywhere. And a lot of robes have these really wide bell sleeves, which I guess is comfortable, but if you need to wash a dish or eat pancakes, you're going to dip it in the maple syrup or it's going to get wet while you're washing dishes. So anyway, we were in this gift shop. We had just had this robe discussion and lo and behold, there was this amazing soft plush robe with a hood. I just love a hood, an attached belt. So it's never going to fall on the floor or get lost. It has an inner tie and it has pockets because you know you need to put your phone and a piece of wadded up Kleenex in your pockets. I went and looked up this robe today on the Softies website to give you the link. And guess what? The very robe that I bought is now half off. You lucky duck. If you're looking for a robe, I have found it for you. (laughs) I've included a link in the show notes. And I mean, I describe this robe as healing in a garment. I've got three more things for you that are giving me life right now, right after the break. So stick around. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Okay, something else I am just loving right now are CBD gummies. So as you know, if you've listened to last week's episodes or the, I honestly forget (laughs) where we are in time, I had my appendix out. And while my body and my spirit have recuperated very well, my schedule is still recovering. But after I had the appendix out just a couple days after, it hurt to laugh, it hurt to cough, it hurt to lie down, it hurt to roll over, it hurt to sit up. My doctor gave me Oxycontin and Tylenol, but the thing that worked best for me in terms of making me comfortable and also helping me still feel like I had my marbles was CBD. It was very long lasting. I would take one gummy in the morning and then another gummy before I went to bed. And I would just notice that I felt really normal. And then I would be like, oh, right, 
I took the CBD. I'm going to talk more about CBD in Wednesday's episode because as I've been sharing this experience with friends and family, so many of whom are experiencing their own painful realities, broken bones, recently replaced knees, mysterious back pain, etc., etc., they've been asking me a lot of questions about CBD, and so I figured that's a reason to do an episode on it. The next thing that I want to tell you about that I am loving so much right now is the book that I'm currently reading. In fact, I'm not even necessarily reading it. I'm alternating between devouring it because I love it so much and savoring it because I love it so much and I don't want it to end. The book is called My Last Innocent Year by Daisy Alpert Florin. I met Daisy at a writing retreat. She was lovely. She was generous. She was funny. She was talented. And when I heard that she had a book coming out, I got very excited. And this book does not disappoint. You know, sometimes a friend tells you that they published a book and you're like, oh, great. I hope it's good so that I don't have to like, you know, pretend that it is when it isn't. This book is amazing. It's about a woman in her senior year at college who has some questionable sexual encounters, one with a fellow student and one with a professor. And this book is so evocative of that realization that you are a pretty much grown human being with a point of view that matters. And it's so evocative of the college experience itself. And it's set in the 90s. And man, this takes you right back to that decade. It's also an interesting exploration of consent. But what the book is really about to me is loss. The narrator's dead mother is a big presence in the book. Just through little observations that the narrator makes, like, oh, she was the kind of person that my mother would have called a tall drink of water. But that's not a direct quote from the book. I'm sorry, I meant to get a direct quote from the book before I recorded this episode, but I just realized that I forgot to do that. So you'll have to read the book for yourself to get those little nuggets about what the mother would think that you can just kind of tell the lasting impact that parents have on children and how we keep people close even when we're not trying because they just sort of get embedded in our brains and our worldview and our way of thinking. Also, the book is about writing itself and how writing doesn't need to be this grandiose adventure in language, but just writing about what's true in plain language. The book is riveting, it's relatable, and yes, I'm reading it while wearing my robe and using my clip-on amber book light. <laughs> Again, it's called My Last Innocent Year by Daisy Alpert Florin. And paging Reese Witherspoon, this book is ripe for being developed into a limited series. And speaking of TV series, the last thing that I am loving right now, and I'm almost embarrassed to admit, is American Idol. It is celebrating its 21st year in existence. I cannot believe it. How is this possible? I have been watching this show for 21 years. The things that I love about it are that it's a show that so many people watch, and we have so few of those now in this day and age of streaming services and things being siloed in different places that you have to pay to access. Also, I've known my husband for about 20 years, and we have been watching this show since the very beginning. We both just love it, and God willing, we are going to be watching it well into our final years in our his and hers recliners. Bring it, I'm ready. We laugh, we cry, we cringe, <laughs> we get all the feels. Also, American Idol just happened to be on every time I have ever been in the hospital. Most recently, when I was waiting for my appendix surgery, I spent a Sunday night and I got to lie in bed with my antibiotic IV and my remote control watching American Idol. 
and it was on both times I was in the hospital giving birth to our kids. For whatever reason, it is there for me in my scariest moments, and I have had a mortal fear of hospitals and medical procedures that is finally starting to abate, and I would like to throw a little bit of credit toward American Idol for that fact. I love the coaching that happens on American Idol, how they'll tell someone, your voice is beautiful, but I just, I can tell you're scared and I want you to try it again and just don't worry about it. Just let it out, you know, and then these people do it. And I cannot imagine what it would be like to stand 10 feet in front of three hugely famous people, even though I've never heard of Luke Bryan before I started watching American Idol again a couple of seasons ago, but still to be so nervous and to just like belt it out. I'm super impressed and inspired. I don't really have anything earth-shattering to share about American Idol, about how it's so meaningful. It's just a great, fun, inspiring way to get through the March doldrums. I have a mantra that May is cray because it's always just packed with so many events. But then the companion mantra to that is that March is meh, and American Idol makes it a lot cozier, especially when you watch it in your robe. All right. I hope that you have a great day. I hope that some of these things that are giving me life might give you some life. If you're in search of a robe, man, go check out those episode notes and click on this link to get this amazing robe at half price. I paid full price and it was worth every penny. And come back on Wednesday when I am breaking down what is the deal with CBD. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley, don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 